0: The Money Show. Business Unusual. Zanel unlearning expert and innovation facilitator at Tomorrow Today. Thank you so much for joining us this evening on Business Unusual. The future of work is said to be driven a lot then by uh, young people and perhaps they're the drivers. But is that really the case or do they sometimes just tend to follow whatever's out there?
1: Thank you so much for having me, Arabila. So happy to be having this conversation. Uh, that's a good point. Hey, I think I think. Um, It's important to understand that young people are making up a very small percentage of the workforce at the moment. But going into the future, we are going to see a lot more Gen Zs and Millennials occupying the workforce. And so they are driving in certain senses. And I think if you have a look at um, some of the conversations young people are having in workplaces, it shows us that actually we are ready and ripe for change in very much the same ways that you were saying. So I think we're ready to drive and make our own decisions.
0: Some would have said that, you know, what we're doing right now, whether it be working from home, working through video calls and the like and conferences of that sort was already the future of work. What are we what are we now speaking about? I mean, what is this change that you make note of that we say that you say we're ripe and ready for? Is there more to this?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. There definitely is. And I think what COVID-19 really did for us last year is that it accelerated a lot of those. And you're you're so rightly Um, say that when you speak about how that's already been the future of work. So two really key themes here that I think are so important for us to keep in mind, especially when we think about the future of work and how young people can play a very pivotal role, is this idea of distributed workforces, like you said, is that workforces are no longer what they used to be. They're distributed in the sense that we now have this work-from-anywhere revolution that means we can be anywhere, we can be office-based, we can, like you said, be in an almost hybrid kind of environment, but also distributed means that Um, A workforce is made up of full time staff, but it's also made up of people that are part of your gig economy, which for young people is something that's so exciting because we see a lot of them taking part in this, this gig economy type of framework. And then the second theme that I'd like to just bring into the picture is this idea of integrating tech into workplaces and how that changes what we do, who gets to do it and how it gets done.
0: Are we late? I mean, tech moves all the time, right? And um, uh, one would tell you that the Gen Zs are already moving ahead in many other aspects. Are we behind?
1: I wouldn't say so. So I think that this is a very good question because a lot of the time, and especially if we're going to zoom into the South African context, we do like to use those words. We're so behind. Our education systems are not catching up. But I think the very important thing for us to do is understand that our context as Africans, as South Africans, and even in our own education systems with regards to preparing our youth for the future of work, is very context specific. So we are not behind um, in the sense that we have access, but we're behind in in terms of regulation and some of our systems not catching up. So I would say because of what we have access to and this pace actually favors us. So the pace of tech and the adoption of so many of these amazing innovations actually favors us because there has never been a time like today where young people can skip or overlook uh, um, and almost go over red tape in ways that they couldn't before. Because what tech has done is that it's enabled us to not just work together, but to really start to reimagine what the future of work can be. And, and so much is now in the hands of young people that if we know where those opportunities are, we really, really can seize them.
0: How do we identify it then? How do we identify that a, a certain Plot point will become the future, um, or or is it really a case of just accepting what is there at present, adapting to it, and continuously trying to thread through those changes as and when they come? So you you almost catching up as things evolve.
1: Mm, That's a very very good one. I think the first thing I'll say to that is this idea of value. And I often get, and and this is, is so common with a lot of us that have worked in corporate for some time as young people, is that you end up right in the beginning, you come in wanting to make this profound change in the workplace, in your industry, in your world. And as time goes on, you almost get stuck in the system. So the first thing that I think is really important here is this idea of value. And when as young people, whether we're in the corporate space, whether we're entrepreneurs, whether we're still students, keep your eyes on value. And, and this idea of tracking is really what value is about. Track where the value is. What does, what does the economy value? What do people value? What do? Um, organizations value. And then where that value is, is where you're going to start to see a lot of the money flow, a lot of the investment flow, a lot of the conversations will flow in that direction as well. And then the second thing, I think that's really important when it comes to how people can then position themselves besides tracking how they can bring value to economies, because that's a big Big, big thing, that idea of solving problems. The second thing is building adaptability. It's one thing to be valuable and to see where the opportunities are now, or where they will be in 20 years. But if you're not an adaptable individual as a young person, then whatever the future of work brings, you won't be able to show up for it. So I think that, Arabila, that would be my second thing here. Understanding what the value is, yeah. tracking value, really understanding where some of the big trends are happening, second thing. Build adaptability. How are you as a young person building your adaptability, building your capacity to think critically? And lastly, how are you preparing yourself to be someone who solves complex problems? Because those are the types of problems that our economies, our world, our countries are facing today. And that actually prepares you a lot more. Um, those are um, examples of soft skills that prepare you so much better for a changing world than something that's more technical yeah. or hard, so to speak.
0: Mm. So, so e- effectively it is, it is ensuring that you search for where the value will be ensure that you adapt. So you in the end can then be mm. as valuable to that value change and that value add as it continues to progress uh, is 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 it a sense of, is there a sense then that people are understanding that, gripping, you know, taking hold of that and realizing that they cannot be stuck in their old ways and nothing is certain, nothing is is permanent anymore also?
1: No, I don't think so. Hey. I think it's a work in progress. I had a conversation with a, a young person who works for a large multinational the other day and she was having a very hard time. Um, grouping, grasping this concept because what she had done, so similar to um where I once was, where so many of us young people are, is that we are very role-focused. And when we leave a particular role in an organization, we look over at the other organization at what role. So let's say, for example, I was an HR professional in one space, and I go, Oh my goodness, I'm looking for a job as an HR professional. But really, I think it needs a complete mindset shift where we're focusing a lot more on the value we can bring, and even on the skills, which might be a little bit of an easier way, although all, not all skills are transferable, but focus on what skills you bring to the workforce, what skills do you bring to the economy, and work from there, because even if you want to make a change into entrepreneurship, if you are skills and value-focused, you have a better chance of providing the economy with what it needs, rather than when you go out saying, I'm an HR professional, I'm in marketing, because then it limits you.
0: Sure, yeah, it certainly can. So, we're doing all this learning. What about the unlearning? What are the things that we need to stop doing then if we're going to actually adapt to this future of work, to this uh, this this time ahead where we're going to have to be different and adapt?
1: Cool. I think the one thing I would say we need to unlearn is waiting. Nobody's coming. Um nobody's coming. This idea of waiting for Oh, goodness. Um, whether you're talking government, whether you're talking, um, opportunity whether you're talking financing uh, funding whatever it is and when i say waiting i don't necessarily mean um, being in the process of having applied for something but i'm talking about sitting back and expecting handouts i think that i mean we've we've worked so hard as an economy and as a country and i think we're making really great strides but i do find that as young people the more we can take um initiative the better we can be and so i'm learning that waiting for someone to come and give, give, give mentality really needs to be something that we should relook because it's holding us back. And that's why the big answer to that is not necessarily entrepreneurship, but an entrepreneurial mindset. So that even if you are in a corporate job and you work for someone or with someone, you have a mindset of an entrepreneur around adding value building something, um, solving problems so that whatever happens, your job is not guaranteed. If you need to jump tomorrow, you need to have that mindset of what can I do? What's the value I add to the economy? What skills do I have? How can I always be on the move and not waiting for someone to come?
0: Yep, finding your way in all of this is going to be the tough one. Zanele, appreciate the time, though, and I really hope that the words are taken in and actually soaked up and and understood for the most part, because it can get difficult, it can get uh, wearisome even for some as we continue to have to change and you get exhausted and maybe even overwhelmed. But those changes are there for you to be able to adapt to, your take up. Is quite critical and important. Zanel Njapa is the unlearning expert and innovation facilitator at Tomorrow Today.